previously on The Pod Called Quest. The Dalians weren't the only ones in history to worship at this Acropolis. I happen to have some information on some fire worshippers who spent their time there once the Dalians were gone. It is a drawing of what looks to be like a vase. What is it? Well, some might call it a lamp, but it is more of a vase. And you can wish with it? You wish with what is inside of it. What's inside of it? A jinn. Our ancestors, they worshipped something down at the Acropolis. After the Dalians were long gone, as far as I can tell, that is where this vase will be. You see this thing slither forward to the edge of the dais. You watch as the way it moves just is so horrendously unnatural that those of you who get close enough to it, it almost sickens you. She's gonna try and cast Dismissal. Oh, shit. So there is spell resistance, so I do need you to roll a caster level check. 17. I'm sorry, it's not successful. Fuck. Guys, you're gonna hate me. I was looking at the wrong stat block. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at the wrong stat block. It doesn't have spell resistance in this form. Uh, oh, no here we go. Salai, you reach out your hand and you close your fist and cast the dismissal spell and you watch as this rift opens up. No. And everything goes silent. What? It is gone. Oh my God. Everybody, welcome to episode 36 of the pod called Quest. As per usual, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. You know what? I'm Shane. I'm Foz. I'm Laura. And I'm David. 36 episodes. Ah. Oh, it's going to be Oren's golden episode. Yeah. 36 years old, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Wow. Yeah, it was yesterday in game. Mm. It's currently after midnight. It's the solstice. Yeah. 22nd. Yeah, guys, it's, I mean, you guys have been chasing this foe down for weeks in game. Yeah. Yeah. 36 episodes. It's been seven months out of game. This arc has been going on. Damn. Damn, it's crazy. And we could say in a way you defeated it. No. Um, no. But <laughs> it is off of your hands for now. Not a problem. <laughs> As Stephanie said last time, that's a problem for future us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or not my plane, not my problem. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. You can fuck up some other planes. Right. Yeah, for sure. So where's everybody like at after last session? Not your characters, just everyone. Like that's that's it, guys. The pod's over. Story's done. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. Did you mean us or the characters? I didn't. I said not your character. No, you guys. Where yeah. are we at? Yeah. Like, how do we feel about what just happened? Yeah, we just had two sessions of straight combat. I mm-hmm. have sorry, never listeners. felt so much anxiety like that. I think these were. The most, like, this was the most invested I've ever been. And a combat in any of our arcs, it felt really heavy. Yeah. As, as usual, I always expected to go down a certain way. And I think, much to Josh's credit, it never does, which I think would, is probably better for the story and radio and Hell honestly right. having fun in general. But yeah, I didn't see any of that shit happening or coming, obviously. And uh, I honestly, I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> I was so stressed <laughs> out. Oh, it's not. We still have to go downstairs. Yeah, I know. I know that. I feel like we did the worst part, though. And this isn't going to be as bad. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. 
Well, if I feel like that, that means it's probably gonna be worse because yeah. I'm never right. As, as you said, you're never right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I mean, if if I'm just being very frank with you guys, uh, I'll be frank for a minute, not Josh, but I genuinely you use your Frank voice. Hi, Frank. Yeah, I don't know what Frank sounds like. Frank um, Miller. Just I've only Frank. ever talked to Frank via text, so I don't know what he sounds like. Mm. This is um, a bad joke. <laughs> fuck you. I genuinely expected uh, to kill at least a couple of you guys. Yeah, me yeah. too. At least one. Me too. One. Not on my watch, bitch. <laughs> Did you have? I mean, you guys are pretty like for. for your guys' track record, at least on the podcast, we're pretty low on resources going into the fight. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah oh, we're yeah. a little bit screwed. That was like our third fight of the day. Yeah. Which is also, I know I was a little bit on the fence on whether or not to use a dismissal because I think we would have been able to handle the rest of the fight. But I think so too. And I, I think Orrin's definitely, he feels like you made a mistake, but he's not mad at you. Old Orrin would have been pissed. Mm. But this Orrin's like, she thought what she did was right. That is arguably the worst thing that could have happened. Did you hear about the psychic crush ability that the, the creature had? I did. Could but I'm not, anyone? I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about this thing going back to its home, getting stronger, and then coming back. Someone has to but invite we'll it in. But we'll get stronger too. Yay. They didn't just walk through a portal. We don't know that. I mean, we they did, that. but we do know that. they were invited. I don't. Well, here's the thing. Short term, we could have kept fighting it, but we would have been completely yeah. depleted. Mm -hmm. There's no way we would be able to survive this next fight. I understand. But That's the thing. That thing obviously had a lot more hit points left. So we. Mm. I agree with what you did. Mm -hmm. Orin does not. I get that. I think Orin would have rather had a casualty than had somebody, than had this thing wow. come yeah. back stronger. Damn. And you know what? Wow. Stephanie agrees with Orin. Salai would never allow yeah. that. Oh, like, you know what? High five. Way to compartmentalize. Yeah. Nice. Honestly, that's that's why I was so hesitant to do it. I just like Salai would do that. Salai would one hundred percent. That's a big part yeah. of playing D anD D mm -hmm. and Pathfinder is that you have to separate yourself from your character at least a little. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. It takes a lot more practice than I ever thought it would. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's hard. It's really sure. hard. But yeah, man. Mm -hmm. What a fun. It was sad. I had to take the battle map down today when I was prepping the session. I had oh. that big old battle map that everybody's probably beautiful. seen on. The, on the Patreon. And if you, if you yeah. haven't, if you didn't get a chance to see it, you know, for listeners who aren't patrons, if you want to see all of our battle maps and some of them, all the minis I paint and stuff, just hop on Patreon. That's a reward for every patron, no matter what, one. no matter how cheap you are. <laughs> I and didn't I say that. Say Shane did. They're pretty freaking amazing. Like, they're so Every cool. time we walk into the room and there's a new battle map, we're like, <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Like, I need to spend amazing. more time and like set up my little photo booth and take some really good pictures of all the miniatures. I just yeah. haven't had time. Um, but after this recording, between now and the next time we record, there's like 10 days. Holy shit. Um, I'm going to miss you guys. Yeah, it's going to be no. weird. We could do something, just friends. We can, we can hang out other than the podcast. We nah. have a little vacation. Nah. I think I'm busy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're finally going to play uh, Oh, our, our Aslan game. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, on Saturday, a couple yeah. days from now, Are we're going to really? play Aslan. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so fun. I haven't played in months. Yeah, uh, I'm so excited for you guys. All right. I got invited to our, our 5e campaign because I missed like our last few sessions. Like it's the Saturday and I was like, oh, I got to play Aslan. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> <It's been so laughs> you yeah. One of the hardest decisions I've ever had. <laughs> Sorry, was it really guys. though? When you look at the rule sets? I mean, I don't remember a lot, but I don't have to make a lot of hard decisions these days. The hardest things is like D&D &D stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty good. Yeah. Very, very privileged in that aspect. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited though to jump back into the player's seat. I don't even remember what it's like to play Kieran. I don't even remember what he does. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a <laughs> right. summoner. 
Oh, right. Oh, he's just summoner. like creepy summoner. <laughs> oh. Yeah, creepy ass summoner. Yeah, um, the best. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Creepy little kid. And then we got fucking Knowledge McKnowledgeson over here. Yeah, that's me. Knowledge McKnowledgeson. Yeah. Dr. Ibrahim. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Ibrahim Narcisse. Moises. Dr. Ibrahim Narcisse. Cass is Jeffrey Wright. He's an, a, psychic inve- a psychic detective investigator. Very fun. Yeah, he's fun. Oh, Jeffrey. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright's one of my favorite that's actors. That's great. So, yeah. yeah. I picked him. It's really good. Um, and Laura's playing her witch. Her little yeah, witch. She's weird AF. Yeah, she's very strange. <laughs> I love what Amaris. A goofy, goofy she's kid. Amaris is a young teenage witch with a pet bat named Pensary, and she's real weird, <laughs> but I love her. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Fosmeyer is in the GM seat, uh, and then his uh, his brother Johnny, one of our patrons. Shout out to F- to Fozzie Baby. Fozzie Johnny. Baby. Johnny. Uh, uh, he is Johnny. a um, he is a paladin of Iomade. Oh, excuse me, a cleric of Iomade. Pardon me. Um, Darius. Uh, Darius. His name oh, is gosh. Darius. Darius. Yes. <laughs> He's got such a ridiculous resolve. He, like, sent us, good. he sent us that voicemail this week in character asking yeah. if we were going to play again. Yeah, that was like good. God, I have to show it to, to the rest of you. I was really good. Oh, yeah, you should play. You should put it up on the Discord too. Just to embarrass yeah. <laughs> Funny. Um, and then we have Zach playing uh, a Drow Ranger. Boo! Yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. He doesn't listen to this. Love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, I miss it. It's a cool a campaign. Too. We're in a weird place right now. So, but anyways, enough of that campaign. We're playing this. This is the pod called Quest. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I mean, the last place we left off, guys, you, in a sense, at least for now, had defeated, in your guys' mind for so long, Dagos Telemazar, recently Woo! found out uh, is not actually him. Is something wearing his skin or at least... Uh, has dressed itself up in a similar looking skin. You guys have come to call it the Stygian uh, on suggestion of Tyros, Dagros's younger brother. Tyros has been feeble minded. That's crazy. Tyros. Deal with that. Oh, that's right. Um, the curator informed you that uh, unbeknownst to him, a set of individuals were able to get into the way station and make their way down to the lower levels while you guys were fighting. And Thalakos is all fucked up, woke up for a second and said to Isla, God. We should have stayed on that beach. Fucking and forgot about that. Immediately passed out. How could you forget? That was such a bomb. I don't, I don't remember. That much. shook my entire existence. That was a bomb drop. That I, was crazy. Yeah. I screamed. And Me too. Me three. It was, was a gape. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting to uh to, to do something like that for a long time. Oh yeah. I've had a lot of this. I have most of the, the campaign planned out, but like the details usually get planned out. Like pretty close before the actual sessions uh, so that they're fresh in my mind. This, I knew like all of this stuff months ago, months and months ago. Damn. So it was like fun to see it come to fruition. It's very strange that it's done. How many more mic very drops weird. do you have? <sighs> How many more episodes of the show are there going to be? Uh, Boom. <laughs> Another one. Mic drop. <laughs> 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 um, so I think this is about the time to maybe just jump back into the episode. I have a little, a little way to start. Okay. <gasps> Okay. I love this. I know shit. I love these. <laughs> I love when Josh is like, I'm gonna do a thing right now. And we're all like, he's gonna do a thing. It's okay. Guys, he's gonna do a thing. <laughs> so, slowly fading in from a black screen, we can make out the shape of a hooded figure. We only see them from behind, can only see their shoulders and upward. Slowly, and with the echoing sound of heeled boots on stone, we watch them carefully walking down a darkened hallway of stairs. 
With a flash, we see a beautiful woman with elven ears and a deep-skinned man tenderly embrace with a kiss. This is the same man we've seen multiple times previously, cast as David Oyelowo. We're suddenly back, following the hooded figure around a curve in the stared hallway, their face still obscured from us. With another flash, we see this same woman in an argument with the uniformed man with a mustache we've also seen previously. We cannot hear what they're saying, but neither of them look congenial in their demeanor, and after some obvious shouting and an angry gesture from the man, the young woman storms out of the room. We are swiftly delivered back to the hooded figure, still making their way down the dark and ominous stairwell. Another flash, but this time we come upon a familiar sight. Piles of burnt wood and embers, the wreckage and aftermath of a house set to flame. And just before we are sent hurtling back to the hooded figure, we see just barely peeking out of the debris and smoldering mess of this home, the charred remains of a male form, just barely clasping a tiny roll of parchment between its fingers his last breath used to protect it from the raging flames. As our vision settles back onto the hooded figure, we see them cautiously step into a circular room, just barely lit by the single candelabra they hold in their hand. And as the camera outpaces them, panning up and over their shoulder, we begin to make out a shape, the light from the lone candle slowly washing over a stone pedestal with what can only be described as a simple earthenware vessel sitting on top of it, a vase. So you guys are uh, still in Riftgate 1. What the fuck? God damn it. Or should I say near Riftgate 1. Thalikos has just passed back out after grabbing onto Isla and saying we should have stayed on that beach. The curator stands there, still made entirely of light. Hands clasped in front of him, just watching you all. What do you do? I'm still thinking about that cutscene. Sorry, somebody else to go. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the cutscene. Well, we haven't really discussed what we're going to do, right? We need to rest, but... We probably do need to rest, I think it's 2 a.m. at this point. So if we don't want to be exhausted. Okay, I think first thing after that just happened, Isla's going to be totally shocked. And she's going to look at the rest of you just like totally shocked. What What did he say? He said we should have stayed on that beach. The fuck does that mean? What beach? There's no beaches here. He must be referring to the beach from when I died. What? But only that was Isol, not Thalikos. Didn't I tell you guys about that? How I, uh, how I woke up on a beach. Uh, yeah, uh, no, you did. Wasn't per- Percy, did you see a beach too? No, but I remember Isla telling us about it. When I died, I woke up on a beach and Isil was there and we talked. That's the only person who Thalikos didn't know about that. I don't understand. Very strange. I don't understand either. She's going to kneel next to Thalikos's body. Is he totally unconscious? Uh, roll a heel check. Oh dear. This are you, are you trained in it? <laughs> no. Roll a wisdom check then. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to get... Six, uh, 16. I mean, kind of, he looks alive. You don't know. Cool. I want to believe you, Isla. I do. After everything we've seen, it's hard to be a skeptic anymore. I don't necessarily know if it was real. I'll be the first to say that it sounds ridiculous, but it, it felt real. It was... It was Isol. He asked me about what we'd gone through and what happened, and I even told him about Thalikos. But I have no way of knowing if that was a dream or not. The man is dead, Captain. You know this. I, I know. know this. But why Why would Thalikos say that? What could he have been talking about? Fly goes up and just kneels down next to Thalikos. Hey, Thalikos? Can she check to see if he's... Yeah, you can check. There's no reply to what you say. He's... Okay. Eyes are closed. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I rolled a natural one for a heel check to see if he... What's the total? Oh, well, hang on. Remember, there's no fumbles or crits on skills. <sighs> 15? Yeah, the base DC is 15. Just wow. get a higher DC to you because you're not trained in heal. Uh, yeah, Laura. Uh, yes, uh, Steph, he is uh, alive, but he is unconscious. 
uh, very much so. What do we know about Tyrus again? Was he still? Alive? You guys haven't checked on him. Yeah, he no. was back by the uh, Celestial Engine. I'll go get his body. Well, that's, okay, that's the whole thing. A will look at you and start to kind of walk away because she does. She's she's been thinking about Tyrus this whole time. Gotcha. Okay, you guys go over there and right next to kind of the pedestal that this huge metallic doorway sits on, this rift gate, which is now just empty. Um, there's just a wall behind it. You guys see on the grounds, kind of huddled up next to the pedestal, knees to their chest, just kind of slowly shaking their head, just kind of not totally there, just looking off into space, is Tyros. Easy now. It's okay, Tyros. He kind of shudders a bit when you talk to him, and he just, like, shakes his head slowly. He's just... What's wrong? He just continues shaking his head. He just looks... He looks terrified. Um, Orin, like, kind of looks at A, like, like, what the fuck is going on? Shakes his head. We're going to take you to the others now, okay? Hold on. He he doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right to you. I mean, no. He's burnt to a crisp. This is going to hurt, but I have to take you. I have to pick you up. Hold on. He's kind of just, like, shaking. He's just trembling. So A will attempt to cast sleep on him. Okay. Do you try to explain to him what's going on or anything like that? Or are you just going to do it? Um, she does. She- okay. For that, roll a <laughs> diplomacy check. Okay. Um, because he does not understand the language. So see if you can get across to him, and then maybe there won't be a will save. Well, I don't think our characters know that he's been feeble-minded yet. Oh, also, hold on. No, but... Sleep? How many hit die does it affect? It's not a ton. Yeah, I mean, he has eight hit die. Yeah. So it wouldn't work. You A would be able to surmise that it wouldn't work on him. Uh, so Okay. I don't have anything in my inventory to help the pain. I think. All I have is a cure serious wounds, but I'm not going to waste that on Tyros. No offense. Not for roleplay. <laughs> he does have four hit points. Yeah. We also have a Salai. So... True. Oren is going to look at Tyrus and say, okay, easy. This is going to hurt. Roll a diplomacy check to see if you can get across uh, with like body language and everything, what you're trying to say to him. 23. 23. Wow. Yeah. You see like at first he's like trembling and he looks kind of scared. And as you kind of walk up, maybe like put your hand on his shoulder, maybe one that's not burnt. He kind of like the trembling kind of goes away and he just kind of like almost like a scared dog is just kind of looking up at you it's just like waiting for whatever's gonna happen i attempt to pick him up and carry him back to the others okay yeah you're able to pick him up there's a few times he that he kind of like makes some inadvertent noises like out of pain but he's not struggling against you with this as per the spell like he knows who his friends are yeah he's just terrified he might as well be a different person mm-hmm. so he just is so confused as what's happening so yeah, you're able to pick him up he's just kind of like almost in just a little fetal position just in your arms just like almost has his head like pushed up against like your breastplate and it just isn't looking at anything has his eyes like pushed close he's just terrified all right so we get back to the others and uh oren lays him down next to dalakos as like carefully as possible yeah he's just sitting there he kind of like is looking up at all of you his chin's down towards his chest it's like looks like a like a like a nervous kind of scared little kid and is just like looking up at all you just like i think he's in shock tyros are you all right he just like looks away from Isla and just like is just shaking his head. What happened to him? He nearly died. For the Arcana folks, you can go ahead and roll knowledge Arcana. See if your characters can know what's going on. He tried to take out his brother and himself at the same time. Twenty-two. You do not know. Twenty-four. You also do not know. Damn. Dang it. Let's ask him if he knows. If you ask him, he genuinely just doesn't seem like he's even understanding the words you guys are saying, and it just continues to shake his head. Something happened to him. Something really bad. That monster did something to him. He cast some sort of spell. You think this is magical? I think so. Can I maybe check to see if it's some sort of magic or... The only way to do that is to use Knowledge Arcana. Okay. Yeah, it's part of the mechanics. He is badly burnt, though. Let me see if I can fix him up a bit. And so I cast Channel Energy. 
How many you have left after that? The Bears Endurance is gone now, right? Yeah, all that stuff's worn off. So it's 19 hit points. Yeah, how many of those do you have left, Steph? I think... I think one at the most. Yeah. Yeah, I only have one left. Shit. Nighty night. We're not going anywhere until we rest. <laughs> right. Uh, you don't have any spells you can convert to cure spells left? I sure do, but... Yeah, I don't I mean, think if you we guys are going to rest, you could just yeah, we'll burn definitely those rest. through. Yeah, just burn them. Why wouldn't you? Okay. Um, if you're going to burn them when you rest, we can just say there's enough healing to heal you guys up. Oh, okay. Unless, unless you guys aren't going to rest. I thought we were resting right now. We have to. No, rest. we're going to rest. Yeah. I mean, where? I thought we were going to rest in here. Percy looks up to the curator. Mr. Curator Orion, sir? Yes. Is there a place where us mortal beings could sleep? Get some, some winky winky? What? <laughs> Scanning. <laughs> Scanning. Winky, winky. No. <laughs> Clear search. He goes, he goes, he goes, a euphemism. <laughs> this phrase is not. Safe search on, safe search on. <laughs> <laughs> this phrase does not reside in our archive. Are you asking for some sort of domicile? Yes. For all of you? All eight of you? Yes. Preferably. Are we looking to sleep and ignore the intruders that recently came into the way station? We were hoping you could hold them off. There's a moment uh, we see him like stop for a sec. He almost, look, he almost looks like he's thinking. I've bought us an hour. Fuck. We're fucked. What do you mean by that? Wait. Apologies. It seems as if through the use of some sort of teleportation magic, the barrier I had summoned to thwart them has been bypassed. Fuck. We can't rest. If we try to defeat them now, I don't know what's going to happen. All of your biological signs show that each and every one of you needs some sort of sleep. Yes. What do we do? Do you have a protocol in which you can invigorate us? Negative. Where they are going, do you know how long it will take before they get there? That depends. I do not know their current quarry. Because of the teleportation? No, because the direction they are going throughout the way station leads to a more natural cave system. And this is beyond your jurisdiction? Based off of their current trajectory, I can tell they're likely going... Towards the way station's power grid. I do not have a way to interface with the secure protocol array located there. What can they do with the power grid, hypothetically? If they have proper access, which only the High Arbiter did, they would be able to shut off all power to the way station. Why would they want to do that? This means you would cease to exist. For all intents and purposes, in a sense. And these doors and traps would just stop working where they lay. Correct. So if we were behind the wall, that would be it. We'd be stuck. Yes, but they do not have the proper authority to do this. You're sure? No one living does. So there's no way they can actually get to the power grid. Affirmative. So it might be okay if we rest. It is not generally within my Nuret's protocols to make these sort of hypotheses. If we were to rest here, is there a way you could guarantee us passage to where they are going if power happens to get shut down before we wake? If they were somehow able to gain the High Arbiter's access and shut down the power, I would be impotent to help any of you. As you said, without the Waystation's protocol array, I essentially do not exist. Can you leave the way open? Affirmative. That might be good enough. We don't know how to get there. The way will be open. That's all we need. If all of us are fortunate, and for some reason they are not going to the Waystation's power grid, I may have the ability to interface with its judiciary nexus. It has its own exclusive codex that I could access. Okay, that sounds good. You would need us to be there to help upload you? Correct. I would need you to, in a sense, transport me there. Gotcha. 
what lies beyond the power grid? Is there, does the way continue? As far as I know, based off of the way station's current mappings of the natural cave systems, there are miles and miles of them leading north through Mount Bazarat. The power grid is geothermal based. We utilize the heat of the molten magma below the surface to power all of the way station. We can't take them today. We have to rest. Wait, are you saying there's a way to get to the mountain from here? Affirmative. And remind me, you said there are records of an Afrit to the north. Our archive holds rumors and hearsay. That does indicate there may be an Afrit, fire genie, located there. But if I check through the High Arbiter's personal archives, he believes it all to be conjecture. Folklore. As do most. Well, I am in no shape to keep going. I could handle another fight, but I am spent as far as resources go. As am I. Did you say that they would need the High Arbiters, that they could gain his access despite him being dead? I said that no one living can access the High Arbiter's files. We have a decision to make. Are we going now or not? We must rest. We will be useless if not. I worry we won't be able to stop them either way. You know, if we go and, and not rest, it'd be useless. They'd just take us down and they would still win. This might be our only chance to give ourselves any sort of opportunity to take them down. Isla, hey. I just don't want to let them get away again. We'll chase them. We have a choice. With an eight-hour head start? Yeah, I mean, we've come this far. How will we know where they're going? We don't. Once I have access to this isolated judiciary nexus and its personal codex, similar to the one you all accessed, to give me full permissions over this way station's protocol array, I should be able to use its long-distance scanners to at least find out where they may be going. I cannot interface with it here. That nexus was located off the premises in order to ensure that if the way station was ever commandeered, that the intruders would have no direct ability to shut down the main reactor and stop the initiated dwelling here from defending and, if need be, fleeing. Does the path cross with those that we might potentially be facing? Clarification. Reiterate. Can we make it there without coming into conflict with our enemies? This is an unanswerable question. Statistically. Statistically. Calculating. It is possible, though unlikely, that we should go now. Transport him now and rest while we're there. We can't rest with the knowledge that Kilgarin could be there any moment. Doing this would enable the curator to set up even more of an obstacle for Kilgarin and whoever he's with. If traveling on foot, making our way slowly, as you biological life forms do, it will take us upwards of two to three hours, depending on your current physical form. And, scanning, all your life forms point to the latter, likely three hours to get to the off-site power grid. We can't keep going that long. Plus, we have these two to, to deal with and... He looks at Dalakos and Tyros. I don't... Are we going to just carry them the entire time and watch over them, look after them while we while we make our way through this volcano? This is unnecessary. I can look after them. You do that? Affirmative. Well, I hate it, but we need to rest. We can't risk getting someone killed. So are you resting here or off site? Curator, what's the best option? If you were deciding between resting here in one of our private domiciles or going to the off-site power grid. My personal recommendation would be to stay here, where you can rest. And you can... Truly. You can watch over us while we sleep. Affirmative. Very good. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. Then in the... Not the morning. Whenever we're ready to go, we go to this off-site power grid? Yes. And how do we take you there? From where we are, I can verify that the off-site power grid is still functioning, but I cannot travel there myself. The protocol arrays between here and there are not connected as one. I would be able to interface with the power grid's judiciary nexus and access its codex. If all of you can bring an instance of my neural net to the nexus itself, 
We can do so via a portable indexing node. A pin. All right. Where is it? Oh, we just kind of drop a pin? <laughs> just drop a pin, dude. Bruh. So we just go there and we don't have to take anything with us? Yeah. With a little node, right? Affirmative. <laughs> what is this? I can take you to one. They're not far from the domiciles. All right. First, let's rest. That's the most important thing at this moment. The sooner we rest, the sooner we can go after them. Very good. And you see the curator turns around and like waves his hand towards the celestial engine, which you see like rotate and spin. And he watches like the floor below it opens up and the, the celestial engine just moves down inside of it. You hear like all this whirring and everything. You watch the pylons all move into the floor and the floor like opens up and like rotates like this big Rubik's cube and it all goes down. And the curator looks over at uh, A and goes, you weren't far off. And then um, just begins to walk towards the door. Oh, I imagine some of you pick up Tyros and Thalikos. You guys are like having to step over the bodies of the dirge everywhere and then make your way just to the Spitting on all of them. Just, <laughs> just kidding. That's rude. Yeah, there's there's, there's 11 <laughs> bodies just strewn about the place. It's a lot of saliva to spit. I'll look for loot real quick. You want to spend the time to look for loot? Heaven's Gold sake. coins. No, no, resting here. No, come well. on. Roll a perception, dude. I ate 37. <laughs> all right. Somebody ready to write some shit down? <laughs> Shane, you have Stuff. a you have your bigger bag of holding. There's a handful of quite a few things in here. You should probably mm. all right. I'll write down. Get ready to write down. Slide doesn't write down. All right, let's tag team. Hell yeah! Uh, well, right off the bat, uh, you find five potions of cure moderate wounds. Oh, thank Sweet. God! Hell yes! You guys were yelling at me. I take it all back. Same. You find eleven Stygian dirge necklaces. Yes. I wear them. I wear them all. I want one. <laughs> I, wear, I wear them all. I wear eleven of them. I get. Uh, I get mine back. And out of uh, all the armor that's been, some of it's been sundered and beaten through as you guys, um, you know, are fighting them. You find five plus one breastplates. Oh wow! Sell that. And three plus one chain shirts. Yes. Nice. Ooh, baby. Can we put any of that in the back? Do they all have creepy cloaks too? Are they all creepy cloaks? They're all in just. Their back? They're just black yeah. cloaks. Oh, okay. Figure we can just sell it later. All right. Throw it in the bag. Waiting to write something down. And then you guys also find six masterwork flails and five masterwork. Cookeries. Ooh. The reason I told Shane to write it down is because I kind of feel like there's a lot of shit in Shane's. It, there's a lot of shit in Stephanie's small bag of holding. It's got to be so, getting full. It's got to be getting close at least. So, but you guys can deal with that. We'd have to. We'd have to give you a little audit of that uh, bag of holding. What's yeah. in Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Well, oh, you man. guys do that, and then if anything carries over, we'll just say we put it in my bag. Yeah, we'll do it later. You, you have your your bag is the medium sized one, Oren. So you, it's big. So you guys have plenty of room. I'm just trying to think, but we can figure that out later. Why do you get the That's not good radio. I'm bigger. I don't like it. Well, you got the first one. And you guys found another one. Yeah, well, I want the cool one. <laughs> I want the big one. No, yours is yours is the cool satchel you have in your character art. That's the bag of holding. It's in your character art. It's not on Shane's, Shane's character art. Loser. It's not on Shane's character art either. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Party jealousy. But you guys are able to dig through these guys and take the things that are useful to you. And the curator leads you up the lift. You can go up the lift for a little while. Um, and eventually you come to uh, another hallway. Once again, just very blank. Not a lot of ornamentation or anything. No iconography. Uh, there's just that same kind of a little bit sterile lighting that's been throughout a lot of the places here. And as you guys kind of follow the curator, once again, he's not walking. He's just he will appear like 20 feet in front of you guys. And as you get closer to him, he just once again appears further down the way, uh, just facing back at you. Sometimes he'll turn around and he'll wave his arm and the whole corridor will shift another direction and just lead you into a different area of the way station. And eventually you guys stand on this one like rotating platform that spins around and, you know, gives this lurching kind of... <laughs> And there's just a set of doors on the one wall. And he just motions, the domiciles are all through here. And we're taking the bodies of Thalikos and Tyros with us, right? 
Uh, yeah, you seem to, you guys, I imagine you guys took them with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Lai has Aunt Hall still in place so she can help carry one of them. Or doesn't need help, okay. but he'll let you. Okay. <laughs> you guys eventually, as you go towards the doors, they just open in your proximity from the center. And you guys go inside and it looks like kind of a quaint little room. Set of beds. There's doors that connect to other rooms. They still look a little foreign to you guys, but there are beds here. There seems to be a place where you could... Wash yourself, although it, the water doesn't fill up in like a tub. The water comes out of like a spigot on the wall. What weird? Yeah, very weird. Um, it's in this weird like glass box. Hmm. Um, huh. I've never heard of that ever. Yeah, very strange, huh? Or um, refuses to use it. <laughs> okay, you guys are all able to go inside. There does seem to be this like interesting kind of slanted like glass case that looks as if it has like this. I'd like maybe a bed inside and the curator tells you to put thalicose in it. <gasps> Sense mode. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we do. What'll happen? This will keep his body in stasis for as long as we need. As long as we have power. Okay. What about Tyros? I mean... From the scans I've made of his neurology, there's some sort of magical effect in place. So we should kill him. I was thinking that too. <laughs> this seems like a large jump in logic. <laughs> but if his death would be what you would prefer... No, it would not. <laughs> I think it'd be best if we sedate him. For now. Forever. Just... Do you have the power to sedate him? Affirmative. Good. Just keep him comfortable until we can get back. Sit him down on one of the beds. Is he awake right now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's been like slowly walking behind you guys. Like, I imagine he maybe grabbed one of your guys' hands and it's just like slowly like clutching your hand just oh, walking I behind hold you guys. Hand. Oh my. We'll say you were the first person to come over and show him kindness, so he just grabs Orin's, like, hand. He just clutches his hand with his, his small little human elf hands, and is just, like, scared, walking behind Orin. I bet Skelly's so jealous. Oh, another little pop-pop moment. Skelly's not jealous, because as far as Skelly can tell, he's a dumbass right now. <laughs> Skelly doesn't care. Do you lead him over to one of the beds? Yeah. So you take him over there, and you kind of, like, lay him down. And you guys see just out of the wall, there's this little like like area that opens up as if these little panels come out. And you just see this like weird metallic arm just like Ugh. for a second, it takes Tyrus like really by surprise. But you just see this small little almost like this arm with a syringe just like and you just watch Tyrus just fall asleep. Oh, and then and it just goes back into the wall. <laughs> that's terrifying. Oh, dear God. The curator's yeah, just freaking. like, he should be out until we decide to wake him. Okay. You're, sh you're sure that's safe. It is perfectly safe. You, you won't do that to me while I'm asleep, right? Not unless you ask me to. I, I'm clarifying. I do not ask you to do that. Please, no. Clarification noted. Beautiful. That was like a metallic thing that came out of the uh, the other worlder's face, like a metal proboscis. It was a simple sedative. Hmm. Isla's going to walk over to um, where Thalicos is laying on the bed. So is he in some type of stasis where he won't wake up at all? Not unless we desire him to. Do not worry. I am monitoring his brain activity currently. Can he hear us? Negative. Can you tell if he's okay or why he's unconscious like this? His body experienced quite a bit of trauma in what happened. And I apologize in advance, but my systems could not analyze the procedure they seem to have been putting him through. Whatever had happened is not in any way located on our archive. <sighs> Alright. If the power happens to go out, is there a way to remove them from their individual stasis? If the power goes out, the shielding, and he motions towards, like, the glasses around him, should open up as to not lock anyone inside the stasis chamber. Okay. Well, it seems like it's as good as we're going to get for now. Let's try and get some shut-eye. Yeah. Can we leave a note 
for uh, Thalicos just in case he wakes up. Sure. Yeah. Steph? You can put a post-it. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> sure. BRB. Went to the store. Buy some milk. See you in get, 10 years. Yeah, kid. I was going to say, get, <laughs> get a six-pack of beer and some cigarettes. See you when you're 25. <laughs> Your mom's a bitch. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I was uh, projecting. <laughs> See you soon. Your mom's great. Projecting is here. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to leave on the note? Uh, something along the lines of briefly what we did, where he is, where we're going, when we'll be back. Did he ever meet Tyros? I don't think so. No, not and at who, all. And who the other person in the room is. Right. And also, like, don't freak out by the light guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's oh. here to help you. XOXO. Hope you're still Thalicos. Or and fam. Yeah. So okay. You just put it on a piece of parchment and you leave it on like there's like a small little like um like a little rolling tray that goes next to where this thing is. You can just set it there. There's some totinos in the freezer. <laughs> Don't eat them, they're mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a thousand years old. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? But in the freezer, all good. <laughs> yeah. Totino's I counted them ahead bad. of time. Totinos, enough preservatives to last a millennia. <laughs> Truth. Totino's, the official sponsored food of the Waystation. <laughs> Waystation 214. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, God. Just a commercial with Orion Telemazar. I fucking love these things. <laughs> <laughs> you see, drop it over his little thing and put it in his mouth. He turns around so you can't see, and you see him pull the collar down, oh, and shit. then he eats it, and, he, and you see he's chewing. It just falls through around. His, like, body, his light no, body. No, I mean the real Orion. Oh. Not the curator. Yeah, the I real was thinking the curator. All right, we rest. My body has no need for this sort of physical <laughs> nourishment. I do not approve of these Totinos Pizarros. <laughs> Scanning. These are not located in any of our archives. I'm a yeah, bagel bite. Are we are Taquito's family. I'm a bagel bite boy. <laughs> oh, jeez. So you guys leave the note. Uh, does anybody want to do anything before bed? Anything anybody wants to go on? There's enough beds uh, in this room and the one adjacent for you guys to lay down in. They're weird. They're not like normal beds. They're firmer, but it's not like a bad thing. They're not made of a material like you like have ever like encountered before. So you're saying they're Tempur-Pedic mattresses? Ooh. Um, no, I am not. Okay. I think but we like, just go to sleep. Could they be? Yeah, you can't wake up out on the Sleep number? Yeah, whatever fucking floats your boat. Ooh, waterbeds, duh. Orin wants to see what the deal is with this uh, pipe in the glass container. Okay. So you go in, you're in your armor and everything, and you go inside the glass container, and there's like a set of knobs on the wall underneath this like pipe that almost has like a cone, little teeny holes inside of it. I'm going to turn the first one. Okay, you turn the one on the right on, and as soon as you turn it on, you just get sprayed directly in the face with a shower of water. He draws his sword. <laughs> no, the one he turned on, it's very, it's very cold. So you're like, turn off, turn off, turn off. Okay, you're soaked. He looks around to see if anybody noticed. And actually, for you, it would have probably sprayed you in the chest, knowing how tall you are. I imagine this is after the two hours of you sleeping, and we're all just like fast asleep, and you're just wandering around, like looking for stuff to do. You're just bored. Yeah, and I will say it's like not warm or cold in here. It's like it seems like the temperature in here is just like perfect. It's probably like seventy-two degrees. You know what I mean? It's just like you don't even notice it. I'm gonna turn the other knob, but I'm oh, not gonna stand in front of it this time. Okay, you kind of stand to the side. You turn it on, and at first it's cold, and then a few moments later, like it gets really hot to where if you touch it, it's scalding, and it's like steam rising up. Wow, I thought this was the future. Then I mean, instant hot water. <laughs> I don't think it is. I said, a, I said a few moments. There's still cold water in the pipes, bitch. Okay. Um. All right, he's gonna find that perfect temp temp. Okay. Are you still get, in your armor? He's gonna get in that thing. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna take off your armor? Orin's in never nude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've established that's not the case. Yeah, I was Cannon. gonna say. Um, no, it's. Uh, yeah, he's gonna get in the shower. He's not gonna wear his armor. Yeah, you just take all your 
Take all it off. What they got? They got that. They got a free loofah. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything like that. Well, at least just to say to Shane, there's no like shampoo or anything like that around. Ooh. I was worried about the shampoo. Thanks. Um, he's just <laughs> for all your hair. <laughs> you're you're hairless hairless bitch. <laughs> I was worried it was like a car wash, and you were just gonna get like things moving in between your body that you didn't expect. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's just a shower. It's a shower. Yeah, he's gonna get uh, blood off of him. Yeah, you wash off, and I'm, I'm gonna say I'm making this care decision for you. This is fucking great. Hell yeah. Bathing, if you think about now that Oren's like thinking about I've bathed all my life, bathing is fucking gross. I don't have to live in my own filth when I do this. This is amazing. He's going to do this all the time from now on. <laughs> you could look fine at one. Maybe he'll invent one. I'll talk to Percy about it. Tight. You guys install a shower back home in Arden? Do this, but bigger. <laughs> Bathing's not gross. It shouldn't be your primary form of cleaning yourself. Josh hates baths. This is canon. I can, I can understand. I want to wallow in my own crotch filth. Jeez. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> crotch filth. Yeah, because my crotch is sitting inside the bathwater, which means it's all over me. Full of soap. That doesn't make soap. It's just a surfactant. It doesn't make you clean. I've never even heard that word before. Just uh, how it much breaks I up know. Surface tension. That's why. That's why soap gets stuff off your hands because stuff's clinging to your hands, and then it breaks up the surface tension. Unless it's you're using in- antibacterial soap. So when you yeah. climb out of it, it's like you know you rinse it off of you. And it's we're not having this conversation anymore. <laughs> I'm allowed to not like baths. So, Oren, you're able to shower off in this fancy falling bath, as you might think it's called. Um, I'm sure shower could be a word he could come up with. No, he's going to call it the... Uh, the rainmaker. The, the rain room. The, yeah, the, I'll get around. I'll work you come up with it? Cool. Yeah, get back to me. Let me know. And throughout the course of the night, like, your friends are sound asleep. I'm sure Salai is able to burn a bunch of her, uh, the rest of her spell slots in that last channel to get everyone up to full. Um, I will say, Isla still has... Four points of Condrain. You don't have anything for that, do you? I mean, I could fix it with restoration. I don't know if I have... Let me check to see if I have the components necessary, because I don't know if we have enough diamonds for that. Uh, I think only the negative level costs the money, right? I mean, using restoration... Oh, actually, I think you're right, yeah. Oh, really? I thought it was just Do I have a negative level? I just have constitution drain. I thought I just needed it for restoration, period. I thought that was the same thing, too. It says diamond dust worth 100 GP or... The thousand thousand is definitely for the negative level. Yeah, Um, so it's 100. Yeah, so it's 100. Which I don't... I don't... Do we use all Oh, we do have some. You have a little bit left. Don't we have a thousand left? Or... Yeah. Yeah. We do? It's 100? Yeah. So you guys had 2,000 previously because you just got rid of her negative level before you guys went into the Acropolis. Right. My maintenance. So we, we started with 2,000? I'm asking. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I, I will admit I had 3,000 written down here, but I think I didn't take away the 1,000 from that last level. Okay. And it would have been 1,000. We definitely didn't have 3,000 left. I saw that and I was like, that number is wrong. No, That's we should have had 2,000 left and it should be one now. Mm. So using this 100 would be 900. Why did I have three? Did I not take it from either time we did it? How many times did you remove a negative level? Twice. Then yeah, I guess you didn't. That's weird. That seems odd that I well, didn't do it. We, we bought more diamond dust worth of, like gold worth of diamond dust. Y'all gotta keep... No, I know. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta get better at tracking this stuff, because... Uh, Sorry, pretty soon, gonna, pretty soon we're gonna mess something up. You're gonna have too much of something. Just saying. Um, I mean, I guess we can assume we have a thousand because of the two negative levels. I think that sounds reasonable. A thousand each. So you use a hundred. Well, I mean, you do that in the morning, obviously. Yeah. So just prepare well, actually, restoration. Did you have restoration prepared? I have a scroll of it. Do you want to use your scroll and not just use the spell slot for the day? Scrolls like a like a come in handy I just, sort of thing. Uh, yes. However, if you'd rather use that spell slot for something else, though, it's up to you. Yeah, use I, it for something else. Okay. I kind of would like to use the spell slot for something else. 
Um, I also yeah, think that I have... Scrolls are four, dog. Yeah, like this is exactly why I have scrolls, just so I don't have to prepare and waste spell slots. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. You all right, you can use that uh, scroll the night before. Uh, so that cures all ability drain for one score. You just choose con. Yay. And so, uh, yeah, mark off the 100 diamond now. Because so you just used 900, it. yeah. You're at 900 GP worth of uh, diamond. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sly. You Actually, got it. Actually, probably need to do that. Steph doesn't mark off her spells anyway, so we probably could have gotten away with just a just a free plus four to your con. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Anyways, um, you guys are able to take care of that. Sly's able to heal everyone up and get um, the ability drain taken care of, and you guys all sleep really well. Or and it's really weirdly silent here. Like there's no hum. It's just quiet. Like your voice doesn't even echo if you talk or make any noise. It's weird. There's no way for you to judge what time it is. It's very strange. Do you do anything while you're up? Nope. Not at all? Just sit around, plink around, take a kick-ass, like, hour-long shower. Just yep. enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Take your little pruny, and then you get out. Yeah, maybe he'll nap. Maybe he'll take another nap. I don't know. Fuck. What a time. Chill. Eat some rations. Just take a little nibble, just because. Maybe eat a little more than you need to, because you're just bored. Yeah, who knows? You guys probably wake up, he's doing Sudoku. I don't know. <laughs> Feel like he's he like gets, doing yoga. He gets like all his, no, he's fa- doing, his uh, farts out. Oren was known back in the day in the earlier parts of the campaign to do Tai Chi. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Tai Chi. Something like that. Some, something along with those the, lines. With the blade. Yeah, yeah but there's enough room in here for you to do it. He would do it away from the party, and I feel like if I did it now, I'd just wake up everybody. Sure. But eventually, everyone is able to wake up. What are you guys doing? Curator? He just, he just appears. Yes. Where are they now? They leave. They are outside of the way station scanners. I will need to interface with the offsite power grid. Okay, let's get there as fast as we can. Wait, wait, Captain, you have to try this. And he like pushes you over towards the shower. Orin, we don't have time. What are you talking about? Trust me, you're what? you're gonna love it. What? What is so important? Just get in and turn that knob. Orin, what? We don't have time for this. So she turns on the knob. The water comes spraying out. And I was just like, oh, this is so great. And if you close the uh, the one side, the one like fourth wall of the glass, the glass like immediately like 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 frosts up, so you can't see inside of it. Or you would have noticed this. You probably closed it and immediately like makes it opaque. I think you're supposed to take your clothes off. Yeah. Isla just gives you a death glare. I'm going to leave now. Isla's just like, oh, my scales were so dry. You guys see like the clothes slowly oh. going over the sides. No, she doesn't. <laughs> you do you that. hear the scales thing? He goes disgusting, and he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> She's not gonna shower with her clothes on. No one can see you. She's just we like don't you. Have just... Time for me to shower. She just wanted to experience it for a minute. And she's gonna. Get All right, fine, fine. In, in your I was clothes? like waste time showering. <laughs> what? What do you think this is? I thought you were a mermaid. My bad. <laughs> she is, but she's also a mermaid on a time crunch. She would just be like, oh, this feels so good, but I don't have time for this. And she would shut it off. There you go. There's your fantasy book, Mermaid on a Time Crunch. (laughs) Pretty sure I've read that before. Hey, you, surely you could appreciate this. Is like visibly shuddering because she wants to shower so badly. (laughs) Isla's just wringing out her hair. I have to admit that was pretty nice. If I had more time, I would take a much longer, what is that called? Some type of bath? Yes, I think it's like a uh, like a small waterfall, like a rain chamber. A rain bath. I love it. F- it's called a shower. A shower? A shower. Well, whatever it is, it's amazing. I like rain chamber. <laughs> it does, It when it rains, it does shower though, Oren, to just pull that in. You just see his eyes like stare at the floor like really big and he just goes, <laughs> like his mind <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, as I was doing that, you notice you guys hear the clicking of the shower door, and you can just see the outline of a goblin shape, and you can see little bits of clothing getting thrown over the top <laughs> of the thing. And he's like, I'll catch up. Like, ah, this is fucking great. Skelly. And you hear him like singing, singing a little song in there, whistling and stuff. 
Yeah, just get in clean, get in clean, <laughs> get in. Hey guys, soap. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, soap. Skelly. We're just we- gone. <laughs> hey guys. Guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> he said he can't Guys. Get in clean. Get in clean. Gotta scrub all my goblin parts. Mean and green. Mean and green. Ah, getting clean. <laughs> and he comes out. He's like, ah. and he, just, he just comes out nude. He's just like, yeah. Puts his clothes back on. Pulls his hat over. Uh, all right. Eventually scampers off and is able to meet up with you guys. This is the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> goblin part. Mean and green getting clean. Ugh. Yeah, mean and green getting clean. Oh. Cleaning on my goblin part. Can that be our new theme song? Oh, my goblin mean. Open yeah. every episode. <laughs> my goblin weed. Oh, goblin peen. Oh, that duh, was it. Oh, that's a missed opportunity. Oh. Mean and green getting clean. Cleaning on my goblin ween. <laughs> that's way better. I Fuck. thought goblin parts was even Fuck. better. I was like, Goblin. It's better because he wanted to, not a bar, he wanted yeah. to stay wean, but he, he changed it. Oh um, so the curator is able to lead you guys uh, a little bit through uh, part of the way station. Um, he leads you down one of the hallways, and there's this panel on the wall that just like just opens up, and there's what looks to be like this flat kind of glass panel, and just like a set of what looks to be like little indentations and like almost looks like a like just a hole in the center and you watch the curator just like waves his hand in front of it and this this glass screen just like lights up and there's all these different weird symbols on it and everything you guys can't really make it out and you watch as some of the indentations like move and they're not even being touched the curator's just like interfacing with them and you watch over time as like this this clicking and clacking of these different little areas you guys hear this very like quick like and you watch through the the little opening this little hole there is this kind of cylindrical like glass piece that comes out and it's just like barely pushing its way out of this hole. This is the pin. This is you. This is an instance of me. The node. Yes, the portable indexing node. We have to keep it safe. Percy will grab it. No, we have to keep it safe. Give it to Salai. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you pull it out and it's like this cylindrical kind of crystalline little like piece. It's like the size of like a thumb and on the bottom end it has like this little metal cap with all these tiny little like filaments that come off of one side. It's a USB drive. Doesn't actually look like that, I will say, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, where to now? Follow me. He begins to kind of lead you guys down once more, a bunch of different hallways and everything. Um, and until eventually you guys come back and he opens the, a door in front of you guys and you're back inside the astralarium. Oh, not through the same door we came in. What do you mean? We went from the astralarium to... Where the... The rift gate was? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, he's led you through a maze of corridors. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly... They move. Like, the corridors will rotate and move. Oh, okay. And stuff, so. so we couldn't even tell if it's... What? Yeah, you wouldn't know how you would get your way around. So... Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, unless you had some kind of access, but you guys don't. So he leads you back to the astralarium. The orrery, like, the, the like map of stars and shit, is still just hanging in the air. Um, but as you guys all walk inside, the curator kind of appears at the center of the room, waves an arm, and the, the other door on the far side uh, opens up. Just This is where you will find access to the geothermal power grid. You said three hours. In your previous state. Your bio-readings show that you should be able to make it in two, if you move quickly. It's just straightforward. No traps. Won't get lost. I cannot guarantee that beyond where this way station's protocol array lies, that there won't be ways to impede your travel. But I can help you at least for the few hundred yards. We've got to be on guard past that. We'll take what we can get. Very good. And he just, like, appears next to the door and just, like, holds a hand out. Fuck. Here we go. Percy steps through the door. So you guys step through this doorway here, and for a while, 
you guys kind of follow this very basic corridor, kind of eventually turns into like this stairwell, like a hatchback stairwell that just starts to go down uh, into the what the mountain you guys are in, uh, until eventually you guys start to feel the temperature start to rise. It's not uncomfortable, but it's it's odd. It's getting a lot hotter. And you can almost feel like there's a pressure in the air mm-hmm. until eventually there is this large door that is starkly colored yellow. That looks far more solid than the past ones you guys have seen. Uh, Percy will timidly walk up to it and uh, inspect it for traps. Okay. Roll that perception, dude. Is Skelly back with us? Yeah, he got up. He will help. Yep. 35. Uh, It is not trapped. Uh, It is very much locked, Um, but the curator kind of appears next to you as you're inspecting it. This is where I leave you. Once you can interface with the power grid and its judiciary nexus and reopen its codex, I'll be with you again. We just, that glass thing, we just penetrate something with it, just put you in there. It's useful make itself apparent. Right. All right. I must warn you all, between here and the power station, the temperature will rise significantly. Geothermal activity in the area is at an increased rate. Biological life forms such as you, without some means of technological or magical aid, will be impeded greatly. Do you understand? Yeah, and it won't be a problem. I've got us covered. Great. And so I cast indoor elements, communal. Yay. Cool. What's the, like, divided amount of hours or something like that? Yeah, I'm doing the math right now. Let's figure that out forest. Thanks, Eli. Yeah, I'll watch it be like 10 rounds. It's going to be four hours each. Okay. Four hours each. Cool. It's with Skelly included. I just Mm -hmm. want to make sure. uh, Six people. Mm -hmm. Thanks, buddy. Nice. And in the meantime, we should dole out those potions. Yeah, let's fucking talk about that. Good idea. Just give one to each of you. Unless you want to give one of yours up, Orin, for Skelly. Yeah. Ho- five. It was a mod, right? Moderate, yeah. Yeah, I'll give mine to Skelly. I have a serious. Okay. Everybody take a cure moderate. One to Scalers. God. Thinking about items making me think of how I broke Laura's rapier and I feel bad still. <laughs> you should. Oh, I'm just kidding. I mean, she's still she's, in, a, in effect. It was combative. Crit- she's so. behind. I feel that bad. Yeah, the crit deck. I know. Your rapier was broken, and you were the only one hitting. <laughs> Fucking what's his face? I mean, she just used a different rapier, but. You just weren't getting the plus four or five to uh, confirmation rolls, right? You have such a, like, a cute, smug look on your face As right she now. finger dances. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, actually, it ended up being fine because the magical weapon that Stephanie gave me was basically the same. Oh. Well, it just, it's not. It wasn't a magical. It was masterwork. Masterwork, but it didn't have as good a um, like it wasn't answering, so it didn't have as good a parry and repost. Yeah, and it also had lower damage. So just by a little bit. Yeah, just by one because it wasn't a magical one. Yes, yeah. but the crit range was the same, and that's, that's all that well, matters. Yeah, because that's based after class. <sighs> Thank goodness so. for that. Shit. Any rapier in your hand crits fifteen to twenty. So. Yeah. And you have a feat that gives you an extra bonus to um, confirmation rolls, right? Is it? Did you take that feat? Wait, no. Oh. I don't think so. I think you did. I think you took a critical focus, right? Oh, oh I did yep. take critical focus. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've been including you've been that. Ad- you haven't been adding, you haven't been that. adding that. Yeah. How you much is that? It's what? a plus four to confirm. Uh, so uh, whatever your bonus is to add four. Uh, uh, I know. When uh, I was do- it's your feat. When I was doing the math last time, yeah. I was like, I, I must be her sword. But it's <laughs> <laughs> not my responsibility. I so, forgot about that. So I, did you ever not confirm any criticals? No, I confirmed It's pretty rare. I was like, you confirm all of them. So I think it's not a problem. Yeah. I mean, I that whole fight. It had like a plus 22. To yeah, hit, whatever. Get so. out of my face. Yeah. It was pretty good. What the fuck? So, Salai is able to go around, cast endure elements on everyone. Uh, everyone Sweet. feels kind of a wave of coolness come over you. And the curator looks at you all. If you could see his mouth, you could see he might give you a smirk and gives you a nod and says, I will look after your friends. They will be safe. 
But please, do come back. Good luck. Thank you. Planning on it. And as he says that, you guys just, the door just much heavier, opens in an instant very quickly. And you guys can feel, even with the indoor elements, just the wave of heat come through. It doesn't hurt or it's, it's not uncomfortable or anything, but you can tell it's far hotter here. And it opens up into a chamber that's just cut out of the rock. There's no more like precisely hewn walls or buildings or anything like that. It is just a cave system. And you guys can see as this kind of corridor wraps around, there is on one side a flow of lava. And you can see these kind of like pipes and other mechanisms that build off of where this door is that go and they go into the magma. And you can tell it's part of the way the power grid works. Like it's powering this area. And as the when the door opens, the curator disappears. Hot liquid magma. Can I roll a survival check to check for tracks? Sure. Nope. <laughs> Seven. Yep. Yeah. Sure. You don't know. Anybody else <laughs> anybody else want to give it a shot while we're here? Uh Orin leads to lie. Yeah. I'll take a look, see, and I'll cast And he does. Dead Eyes Lore while I do it. Okay. Cast Dead Eyes Lore. Um Yar. Orin, you did aid? Yeah. Six. Fuck it, Skelly Elliot too. This is a fucking church party. He aids. So plus four on top of whatever your bonuses are. Okay, yep. so that's ten plus four, four plus fourteen. Twenty-eight? Oh. Thirty-one. Mm, Thirty-one. Yes, you do see footprints in the kind of volcanic uh sand and and like ash that's almost in here. Um you can tell there are five different pairs of different kinds of boots. Sure, we gotta be prepared for five of them. <sighs> okay, good to know. Five that walk. Wait, what do you mean? If it is who we think it is, he we can, know he can fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like not forever. I'm just saying. It's yeah. more likely he would have been walking, but you never know with this one. Yeah, I guess so. He never does what I expect, so I just stop guessing. Can I roll a perception check? To, like, is there multiple cave entrances or is there just like a, one one outcome? From where you can see right now, there is one direction this goes. Gotcha. It could break off later down the line, but for now, this is like one cave entrance. Gotcha. All right. I think we... Uh, move in that direction? Yes. Check your traps. All right, well, we'll uh, move further into this uh, volcanic underground cave system after the break. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey there, my friends. It's your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh, here. Thank you all for tuning in and for being so patient with the late episode again. We're still getting into the routine with our little pup, Bruce, and it has been nothing short of challenging getting him accustomed to his life here and us settled into our new routines. But I assure you, things will coalesce soon. Hopefully, we won't be having any more episodes released Friday night instead of Friday morning. But like I said last week, at least it's still Friday, so not much to take care of here, everybody. Just wanted to let all of our 5 and $10 patrons know that we'll have February's Meridian Monthly up and ready to go tomorrow. Getting in just under the deadline for February. Thank the gods it's a leap year. We'll be covering episodes 29 through 35 with the OG Meridian Monthly crew. That's right, we've got Shane, Foz, and myself back on the recap train, so keep an eye out for that tomorrow, Saturday the 29th. And if you haven't already, maybe head on over to patreon.com slash podcallquest and check out all the great bonus content for our patrons. We're almost at $200 a month, folks. Let's break that 200 mark, y'all. I know we can do it! As always, everybody, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at PodCalledQuest. Check out the website that I slaved over at PodCalledQuest.com. Maybe throw us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or just force feed some PCQ goodness to one of your friends or family members. Because we all know that a little PodCalledQuest adventuring is a great addition to everyone's well-balanced breakfast. A big thanks to Sirenscape and Larian Studios for the amazing sound effects and music, as well as each and every one of the composers whose music we use via Creative Commons. 
You can find a full attribution document for all of them on our website at podcalledquest.com slash music and in every episode's show notes. All right, guys, I didn't realize how wacky of an episode this was until I went through and edited it, but let's get back to the goofs. Once again, a huge thank you to all you for listening and a big old thank you to our patrons for donating. We will see all of you right here next Friday, March 6th for episode 37. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. So you find yourself in this subterranean cave system. You've left the safety of the way station behind you. The curator, in a sense, is with you. Uh, Not in any way you can interact with him. Thalakos and Tyros have been left behind. You are all on your own. What are you guys doing? Onward! Recklessly. Not looking for traps. I never said that. I just said onward. (laughs) Can I I roll perception? Uh, Well, first of all, is this room dark? I assume it's illuminated by the magma. It's a hallway. Yeah, it's a, it's illuminated uh, and amounts by by the magma, so it's uh, very dim light. It's like a soft glow in here. Okay, I'll activate my ion torch. Um, Percy does, and I just want to roll a general perception to just kind of view the room, see if there's anything that stands out to me as we make our way towards um, the exit of this this area. Okay, cool. So yeah, go ahead and roll that. Uh, you guys begin to kind of curve around this cave, essentially this. Just curve in the stone. And are we are we in marching order? I mean, you don't have to be single file. Okay. You guys are walking in a I don't know a, a rough clump. clump. <laughs> Look at that. Ah. What was that perception check? It's a nineteen. Oh, that's the lowest you can roll, huh? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh dear. Damn. Well, uh, everything seems fine. You guys can still see the footprints. Uh, the five different sets that Salai pointed out to you. Uh, they look like relatively fresh. Like they're not left over here for a long period of time. Yeah, I want to continue tracking them for as long as that spell is active. The lowest you could roll okay. is an above average roll for me. Wow. Anyways, you guys begin to move through here. I imagine you guys are all kind of staying close together, kind of towards the center uh, of this area where all the lava is on the outer edge. You can see there's moments sometimes where there might be like a bit of stone that just kind of gives way and there's some like little bits of magma just kind of trickles out and just runs down to the floor and then solidifies as it's cooler out here. Um, It's hot in here. You guys can hear this gentle kind of... Different areas of Lovely. different gas being released. Um, you hear the bubbling of different magma. And uh, eventually you can see down this large cave system, it looks as if there's an area that opens up wider. It's probably about 40 feet ahead of you guys. Mm. I'll let Percy go first. Yeah, I think Percy would turn to the group and be like, oh, I'm going to check it out. I'll be right back. Be careful. Or he gives you a thumbs up. Uh, the footprints do continue to go this way. Okay. How long does that spell last? Um, is the the room that's at the end of this hallway, is it seem to be illuminated? Roll a perception check. It lasts for an hour level. Oh, you got nine hours on that shit? Yeah. Damn. Holy hell. You're good. Yeah. You're <laughs> good. <laughs> it's a polar opposite of 38. Oh, natural 20? Yep. <laughs> wow. Bouncing between them. Yeah, it looks like that area is more illuminated. Uh, you notice because there seems to be large pools of magma in it. Ah. Bubbling up. You can even hear it from here. Just so I'm going to roll a stealth to kind of just as when I get closer to the opening um, of this area, I'll roll stealth just to make sure I remain hidden. Okay. I'll turn off my iron torch as I get closer. Okay. No problem. That's a 23 for stealth. Okay. You kind of hunker down, trying to move slowly, trying to follow the footsteps. Uh, the footprints that are in the uh, kind of ashy sort of dirt here. And the only sound you can really hear as you're going up is the bubbling of this. You don't necessarily hear any, like, loud noises or anything like that. It's relatively quiet. It's a very low hum. Uh, as you kind of get to the 
like threshold of this room. You take a step forward and you feel something catch your foot and you hear a ding. There's a few seconds that go by. This person just stands there, probably winces, and there's a very sudden from one side. Roll a reflex save. Oh no! Fuck! Sweet. Thank you, Percy. Thank you for taking one for the team. <laughs> You're a real hero. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Ooh. Okay, so this explosion from one side, from this apparently a tripwire that you just set off. You're able to kind of dive forward into the room. Uh, landing on solid ground, not rolling in any lava or anything, but you are still going to take some fire and bludgeoning damage. Cool. Ten points of fire damage and eight points of bludgeoning damage. Jeez. As this explosion goes off and you lunge forward, kind of like landing like on your knees in the room. Percy, you okay? Fuck! Are you all right? Why did you didn't think to look? Percy gets up and dusts himself off and like waves to the rest of the group. Fucking come on, guys. <laughs> and then he turns and uh, wants to look at the rest of the, the room, the big room. Okay, roll a perception check now that you're in here. 37. 37, yeah. So first off, as you kind of look around the room, you go back over and you kind of inspect the area where the trap was and you look for the trip wire. Um, you kind of find a piece of the wiring. Um, this is new. Oh, these sons of bitches. This was installed, uh, and there was a gout of fire that was unleashed, and you can tell it's some kind of explosion, uh, obviously alchemical. You're not sure if it was black powder, and you're not getting that scent of, like, saltpeter and everything that's been burned, um, but it was definitely some kind of alchemical explosion. You're very lucky there wasn't a vein of lava behind this. They apparently didn't plan that, or else we'd be dealing with a river of magma along nah. this area, but um, it does seem like it was installed it was new, so recently. As the group comes up, um, well, looks like uh, Kilgarin has um, got us again. I only, I only hope that uh, the trap that Tyros and I set uh, previously returned the favor. Ugh, what the hell? They have the time to set trip wires. Who even are these people? You feeling okay? Not great. Do you want a potion? No, I got one. I'll drink it. Percy will drink a cure mod. Okay. With the rest of that perception, uh, you can tell the room you're in is probably at least 80 feet to 100 feet across. And you can see there are two other causeways, like two cave exits from this area, kind of going in opposite directions. And the entirety of this room, um, it does have that kind of sulfuric kind of smell to things, but there's a different kind of musk in the air. Uh, you can't quite nail exactly what it is, but it's it's different than the previous quarter you guys were in. And there's just these huge pools of magma that are coming up from the ground. You do also notice you roll a 37, correct? Yes. There seems to be in different areas, these interesting gatherings of igneous rock. And if you kind of peer over there, you can see it almost looks as if they're... It looks as if there have been these these rocks that have burst open in certain areas. But they just look like stones. Hmm. That's it's very okay. odd. It looks unnatural. Oh, fuck. Can I roll something to see if it's like an egg? Uh, What do you mean? Like something came out of it, like hatched from it. I mean, do you go over to it? I mean, I can't just do perception from where Matt or like our I mean, you get the same thing as, as Percy. I have to get closer to it. Yeah, from here, you can just tell it looks like there were some rocks that burst open. Percy will go over with you if you want. We should be careful. Percy will roll a perception check for more traps because now he's real paranoid. And that's uh, 25. Uh, you do not perceive any traps. Cool. You guys go over there? Yeah. Can I do the tech magic before we go any further? Uh, sure. Uh, you you turn on the, the at-will ability and you kind of scan the room and the only magical auras you see are the ones on your friends. Okay. And yourself. But you go over, uh, go ahead and roll a perception check as you kind of get to the uh, the precipice of like this weird, like circular 
kind of outcropping of rock. I will just say, Orin feels very uneasy about this. He's going to have his sword out. Okay. And his gauntlet locked. Okay. A perception check? Yeah. That's an 11. 11? Yeah, you don't know, man. It's this really weird rock shape. It's not natural. And you're just looking at what looks to be the remnants of, like, these rocks that exploded. You don't know if they blew up from, like, maybe they were these small eruptions of lava or something. But, but they're they in look- the magma. No, they're inside this strange circular, like, structure of this igneous rock. And we are not surrounded by magma at the moment? No, there's just large pools all around you guys in different places, and there's two corridors that go off in different directions. Oh, okay. So it's like a like an intersection. Sort of, yeah. It's like a like a juncture, but it's a bigger room. What's everybody else doing? Would a knowledge of nature be helpful? Uh, to figure out what? To figure out what's going on with the rocks. What happened to them? Mm, give it a shot. Okay, Isla's going to walk over and inspect the rocks. 15. Yeah, you don't know. All you know is that um, it's definitely these stone structures are definitely not naturally occurring. Can I do an arcana? Uh, sure, I'll let you do an arcana, yeah. Can I ask, is there any that um, seem to have not exploded? Or are they all the ones that we can see are exploded? All the ones you can see with your perception have exploded, yes. Okay. Uh, 22. 22. You kind of think for a while and you go back through like different things you've read and things you've heard about and... You've never seen these kinds of creatures. You've only heard of them. But you do know that sometimes there are certain kinds of creatures that dwell in this sort of topography. They're just colloquially called fire lizards. Oh, Fire salamanders. Fuck. That's what I was thinking of immediately. <gasps> um, they are very large, wingless dragons, essentially. How many eggs are there? Or the rocks? Uh, you look throughout, and there's a couple different um, structures of these weird igneous rocks, and each one has varying numbers of these. Multiple different, like, exploded rocks in different places. Everyone, these are salamanders. Uh, very dangerous creatures. Do we need to leave, like, now? We need to be ready. What's to make us think that the those in front of us didn't dispatch of them? They have means of escape. We have seen this before. Just into the magma, I'm assuming. Just stay on your guard. Yeah, we should be careful either way. I'm sure we can handle them, but... Just be careful. Stick together. So, like, can you see where Kilgarin and his crew, can you see where they traveled? You said there's two points of uh, exit from this room, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, they're in opposite directions from each other. Your survival's still up, so just roll it again. Okay. Uh, or your spell is still up, I should say. I'll eight again. I don't. Perseids. 21. Okay, you're able to uh, kind of look for some of the footprints, and they go uh, very, and they're all kind of really clustered in a pretty tight group as they're moving, uh, but they do go off to the quarter that leads to the right. Percy, with your perception, uh, you would notice that to the left is where all of this piping and all of the different mechanisms lead to. So it seems they did not go towards the power, the power station, because they did not go that direction. Guys, uh, see them piping up there? I, I think that's where the power station is. Uh, I think we're in the clear as far as Kilgare and Igo goes. Um, we can we can head that direction without worrying about them. I hope. Okay. Yeah, they definitely went the other way. But why? I thought they were trying to. They're not. They're not concerned with the power grid. They want to get the genie. As far as I know, as far as I think. Right. Doesn't mean this way isn't trapped. That's correct. All right. Oh. We'll just be sure to check. All right. Here I go. Percy will head in that direction and make a perception check. Look for okay, So as soon as you start meandering through the lava pools to get to that side of things, you notice a kind of shift in the sounds of the way the lava is moving. You hear this very sudden. Oh dear. 
And you watch as one of the pools almost looks as if it, like, goes still for a second until there's this huge gout of lava that sprays outwards. And you see this glowing, just red with flame, its whole body made of this magma, this probably six feet across bulbous lizard-like creature just leaps outward, just all these different three of them come leaping out. Roll for initiative. Uh, Those are my favorite three words. Damn it. I was going to tell you to move with stealth. Josh worked very hard on these lava pits, you guys. They're fucking beautiful. They look rad. I remember when you were making these and I was like, oh, holy hell. (laughs) They're mesmerizing. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Initiatives. Isla. 29. 29. Percy. 21. A. 19. Y'all were real good. Yeah. Salai. (laughs) Haha, 13. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oren. (laughs) <laughs> 11. Oh, and Skelly. <laughs> 23. 23, ah. nice. Thanks yes. for sucking so bad I wasn't the last. Appreciate you. The old caboose. Okay, so these things come leaping out of the lava towards Percy and some of the rest of the crew. These bulbous, lizard-like creatures. Ah! <sighs> I don't like their bulbosity. <laughs> I'm not enjoying their bulbosity. Sounds like a reality TV show. Oh, I am. They're so cute. The bulbosity. When I was a baby, I used to call butt my bulbosity. <laughs> no way. Yep. Those are kind of cute, actually. Bulbosity? That's what I called my butt. Starting the top of the combat, round one, Isla. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. They're getting a surprise round. No! All right. So right off the bat, all three of them, as they leap out, just magma spraying off their bodies, glowing intensely white hot, just seemingly made of this magma. All three of them just unleash a gout of fire and lava at Percy. Oh, my Ah! God. Percy rolled three reflex saves. Oh, God. I have DR10 uh, fire. That's how that works. When did you get that? I'm lying. When you made it, you made it up right It now. was a hoax. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, it's 33. 33. Okay. One success. Oh, three. I need three, three reflex saves, bro. 20. Okay. Two successes. Natty 18. All right. Three successes. <laughs> As these gouts of flames go out, Percy's able to just hit the deck and dodge a bunch of the damage. You're still going to take quite a big chunk. Percy, how's that sound? What sound? Dodging fire. I could imagine Percy being slapsticky, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> like some weird link noise. Yeah. Yeah. Percy, you take 18 points of fire damage. Oh, that's cute. As this, this flame and lava just waves over you, but you're able to hit the deck and you're only able to get a little bit on you and able to avoid quite a bit of it. But that's our surprise round. Now it's Isla's turn. What okay. the fuck is the range on these things? Because that... At least one of them is like 20 feet away. Huh. They just shake like dogs and just spread magma everywhere. Basically. Nice. Um, Isla's going to see this flame come out of these things at Percy. And she's just going to yell, Percy! And double move to get up to them. Okay. You want to get right up to the, the, the little fire lizard dudes? Yeah, I want to be able to attack next round. So just as close as I can get. Okay. I know I can't attack yet, but... Cool. Yeah, you're able to sprint forward, kind of churning up the very ashy flooring here and get right up to one of these things with Percy just barely behind you. That's your turn. That's it. All right. Skelly's up next. All right. Skelly is going to draw both of his daggers and begin to flank out to the right uh, opposite of Isla, maybe around that big old uh, pillar. Get some sneak attack. Okay. Double move? No. Well, I could do that stealthily. He's got fast stealth, right? Yeah, he has fast stealth as rogue talent. Yeah, so he's going to run duck behind his first one and then do a quick 
a cool little roguish roll and get behind the second one. He's got 40 feet of movement, so 80 feet. So he's going to move all the way out here to the, almost the edge of the, the battle map? Maybe not that far. Maybe Can he get behind that floor right there before that rest, second rock? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Do the roll. Do the cool little roguish roll. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He did the roll. I flipped the mini. That was sick as fuck. Uh, okay, roll a stealth check, please. All right. 36. Okay. That's 40 feet right there. That's fine. You want to stay there? Yeah. Maybe he'll... Yeah. So he'll just do his move. He'll hustle over, duck behind this uh, big outcropping of rock around some lava, and then he runs forward, does a cool little rogue roll, slides into place right behind where this magma is, and immediately is like, fuck, I can't get too close to that. But that's the end of his turn. Percy, you're up. Uh, Percy's going to take a five-foot step backwards. Okay. Uh, reeling a little bit from the heat, and uh, he's going to use knowledge's power and invoke frost and shocking spending awesome. a grip point and he's gonna do full attack action uh at the let's see i think the only one that's within 20 feet of you is the one right in front of you right yeah hopefully i don't kill him because isla's right there but oh well here we go oh well first attack the natural one. Oh my god ah all right, man, roll to con- uh, confirm that fumble. It's a 20 to touch. Okay, it's not a confirmed fumble. It is a miss and a misfire. So your gun's broken. Damn it. <sighs> and that interrupts the, the full round action, so you can't yeah, use it. a move this turn. Sorry, man. Why does that happen all the time to you? I suck. No. No, I just don't you get don't it. Suck. Like It's the highs and the lows of the gunslinger. It's yeah. Remember, because he hits against touch AC, which is always super low. So the misfires are supposed to be super bad to balance out the fact they can hit no, so no, easily. No. Like, I get it. It's just you specifically roll natural ones all the time. He does. Only when you're shooting your damn gun. Well, like so do I. Do. I mean, I always roll them when I'm attacking stuff. I guess. But when yeah. he crits, it's times four, so worth it. That's fair. So. But then he also Bounce. shoots his own face off. Well, um, that's the end of Percy's turn. A, you're up. And then it's the lizard's turn. Ooh. The lizzo. The lizzo's? <laughs> lizzo. Lizzo's. Lizzo's. I love being in combat. Complicates some of my AOE shit. Yeah, throw a fireball at him. I'm sure that'll do something. <laughs> that's a freebie from your GM, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, not AOE, but like field control shit. Yeah. Wasn't going to throw fire at fire stuff. No spike pits for this one. Well, maybe. That's probably better than a fireball. Mm. Not while I'm standing there. Well, not that one specifically. You probably get one of the other two. Or you delay and see if I can talk her way out of it. You think that's all I do? Do you remember the last fight we had where you hit nothing and I hit everything? Boom. Ooh. I saved Skelly's life. Boom. Yeah, but like you, 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 you got to. You got to give it up for that, so yeah. Also, Whatever, go break your fucking rapier. <laughs> Skelly wouldn't Too be soon. here. Hey, yeah. that's my rapier. <laughs> Too soon. Plus, that one time when we tried everything, and, and I was like, "Let's just talk to it." And, and it then talking actually worked. <laughs> and, <it worked. laughs> and I will yeah. come out as a GM and say that was the solution the entire time. Yeah, I know it wasn't really a puzzle. It was just like you had to figure out a way to interact. With right. This thing. That's what always it was. It was like just a, talk to it. Sounds like a puzzle to me. We do an A. A will move 15 feet to her left, okay. away from the the pool of magma, and she will um, see the bulbous magma creature that is, uh, I guess, in combat with Isla and cast magic missile on Ooh. the creature over there. All right, roll 5d4 plus 5. Sweet. And are you aiming for the one in the middle? The Yes, the okay. one right next to her. <laughs> Okay. 17 points of force damage. Both. Okay. So you stretch your hands out and these five magical missiles fly away from your hand and they just 
pummel into this thing, coursing around the rocks around Percy's head, pummeling into this center bulbous little fire lizard. Uh, that's your move and your standard. It is the lizard's turn. The lizards. 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 You're so lizard. The two that are flanking Percy and Isla are going to move forward. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Lizard flank. And let's have the one that was already on Isla roll a full attack action. Okay. Lord calls. 21 to hit. Nope. This is such bullshit. Straight up nope. Uh, 30 to hit. Yep. <laughs> that hits, really? Yep. That's where you see. I didn't know that. Sweet. Well, um, it's only four points of slashing damage. Oh, and no. the last claw. Nope. Lowest roll of the bunch. So definitely misses. That's that one. Uh, let's do a single bite attack from the, uh, the guy that just ran up to Isla. Oh, that is also a 30 to hit. Oh. That hit. Ooh, max damage. Six points of bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing damage from the bite. No fire, huh? Not from the regular attacks. Cool. And then we're going to do a single bite attack against Percy. Uh, no, that's a natural two. Definitely a miss. Sweet. Um, so these things just leap out at Isla. A couple of them are able to sink their teeth into her, and she's trying to fight them off. Um, you don't necessarily get burned from them, but you can feel like their whole bodies are just it's suffused with this magma. They might as well be created and made of it. Uh, but that is the end of their turn. Salai is up, and Oren's on deck. Salai is going to advance uh, maybe about 10 feet behind Percy. So in between okay. Oren, A, and then Percy and Isla, where they're fighting. Yeah, and then uh, is going to cast Prayer. Awesome. Hell yeah. Nice. Everybody gets plus one to everything, and the enemies get minus one to pretty much everything. I don't. Would that be able to reach Skelly? I don't know if you can. No, he's out of the range. It's 30 feet. Let me double check. Hang on. He's like 40, 45 feet away. He's just out of 30 feet, yeah. He's about like, I think he's at 35 or 40 feet, yeah. The range is 40 feet. Oh, okay. yeah, he gets it. Just barely. He's going to just yeah. barely get it. Awesome. Uh, so Salai sprints forward, clasps her hand around her tankard, calls down this divine prayer of Caden Kaylee, and is able to suffuse her allies with some bolstered strength and bring a bane down on her enemies. Yeah. And Oren, you're up. Roll, a, roll another arcana check for me real quick. Okay. Because you were the one who rolled it before. Uh, 21. Yeah, it's really apparent to you. What you saw were the nests of fire lizards. Yeah. These are infantile fire lizards. No. Oh. <laughs> So glad I moved away from the fucking pits. Uh-oh. Okay. Orin will yell that in a calm and collected voice. <laughs> As to say everything's all right. Did he say, like, these aren't the daddies or the mommies? You could just imagine how he says it, okay. how you want. Um, he is going to swift action summon a shield. All right. Boom. Um, is he within charging line of this one? I can't tell based on this rock from this angle. What are the exact rules for movement on a charge? If one of my squares can touch one of his squares and there are no obstructions, I don't have to make any turns, uh, I can do it. Look cute. From what I can see, it looks good to me. All right. That's what he's going to do then. Cool. So he's going to take a prayer to charge. I'm sure it's less than 100 feet away. Damn. Here we go. <laughs> natural God. one. Oh, natural oh, one. God. Jeez. I roll fucking the, told you. Roll to confirm the fumble, dude. I didn't even know you Natural could... five for a... Jesus Christ. Jesus mm, Christ. Sorry. 24. It is not a confirmed fumble, but it is nice. nice. Oh, I thought yeah, that was nice. close to... You don't know? All right, well, that's your turn. Full round action. You come sprinting around. You almost knock over Salai and Percy as you charge past them. Come up to this thing and just whiffer the entire thing. You did not judge its height appropriately. That I did not. That is the end of your turn. Back to the top. Round two. Isla, you're up. All right. Full round attack on these duders. Go for it. Which one? The one that is to your right? Yeah, the one in the middle? Yeah. Cool. 
critical threat. Of she course yeah. it is. <laughs> she never just hits. It's always a critical threat. Roll to confirm. Don't forget your plus four to your confirm. Oh, right. Plus four. Isn't that? She has critical focus. She hasn't been using oh. it. And prayer gives you a plus one. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. 30 to confirm. <laughs> That's a confirmed critical. Yeah. Hey, yo. Get that deck. crit app out. Time to kill a baby. <laughs> All right. Piercing. Yay. I just got a lot more conflicted about this. Painful poke. Double damage and target can take only one move or standard action next round. It's nice. staggered. Nice. So it's roll me that double damage, girl. 44 points of damage. Oh, 44 <laughs> points. You skewer this thing. It's still up, but it's not looking good. Um, You want to roll another attack on it? Yeah. I feel so guilty now. They're babies. They tried yeah. to barbecue us. You're right. Take that, barbecue baby. Barbecue baby. My barbecue baby. <laughs> barbecue Percival? No. Probably pretty tasty. No. Maybe, maybe kind of gamey. Yeah. Definitely dirty. Lots of sinew. 23 to hit. 23 is a hit. Ooh. Watch, give me that oh. damage there. 21 points of damage. 21 points. You lunge forward, drive your rapier right up into the top of this thing's jaw as its mouth opens, ready to unleash a gout of lava on you. Ugh. Pull it back out. It staggers backwards, and you're able to repost and just skewer it right through the brain. It is dead. Nice. Oof. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Sorry, little baby. Bye, bye. That's your turn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Skelly's up. Percy's on deck. You can also take a five with step if you want, but you don't. Uh, Skelly is going to move. Okay. Towards the duder over here? Yep. Okay. Get him just in a flanking with Percy. I am not provoking. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't have a Fair. melee weapon on him. Not uh You're threatening. threatening it. No, he's not. He doesn't threaten. He doesn't have a weapon on him. His uh, weapon's broken fuck. too, right? Well, it's also a ranged weapon. It doesn't count. So I thought you could do that. Can I get into flanking with... No. Nah. Well, fuck. He's going to double move then as to not provoke from this one. Or you could just attack this guy. He also rolled a stealth check. You don't know if he's going to be hidden or not. His, just, his to hit is so low. That's why he needs flanking. Sure, I'll just fucking attack him. Single no, attack. If he's stealth, then he gets the same bonuses, right? It doesn't matter. Natural two, it's a miss. What's the total? It's a miss. What's the total? <laughs> 14. It's pretty close, but it is a miss. Thank you for that. These are real babies. Yeah, I'm telling you, give me the numbers. Don't They're give me the bullshit. Uh, Skelly moves forward, running around, trying to con- continue his stealthiness and is unable to make purchase on this thing. His dagger just runs off of its rocky hide on its back. Now that it's starting to cool, it's been exposed to the, the natural air. And now Percy's up. A is on deck. Uh, Percy will spend a grip point uh, to use quick clear as a move action to remove the broken condition gotcha. of his gun, which Yay. does not provoke. But then he'll take a shot at the guy in front of him, which will provoke. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do it here. I'll just do a bite attack. Uh, 14 to hit. Miss. Comes the shot. Uh, Natty 13 to touch. To That's a hit. Yeah. Here we go. Probably that damn. <sighs> Max damn. Yes. Uh, 22 points of PMB and three points of energy. If you, unless you want me to separate, I do need them separate. Uh, it's going to be one point of shocking and two points of frost. All right, move action to quickly reload your, uh, or not reload, uh, clear out your gun, and then you stand back. And as this thing kind of lunges at you to, to jump out and take a snap at you, you're able to move the gun to the side and just fire a shot right into its abdomen, do a little chunk of damage. Eat. Hey, you're up. Okay. And then it's the lizard's turn. A will move another 15 feet to her left. Okay. And uh, she'll ch- target the little juicy baby between Percy and Skelly. 
and do and you know reach out her arm touch her pretty little fingers and then cast a uh, magic missile at all of the uh, the little juicy baby magma Mm-mm. creature at the one between uh, Percy and Skelly mm-hmm. uh, short roll 5d4 plus 5 you can split those up too right you can if you would like to yeah let's well go all in yeah. you know do it come on dice that don't make sense to roll it's 18 points of force damage nice once again, you hold your hand out, maybe utilizing your staff a bit, and you throw your hand forward, and these little balls of force just fly out and just pummel into this thing, coursing over Percy's shoulder from both sides. Probably takes you very much by surprise. <laughs> fly over your shoulder. Huh? That's the end of Ace's turn. It is the lizard's turn. Um, so I need Oren and Isla to each roll a reflex save, and I need Percy to roll two. Okie dokie. As these things kind of lean back and lit out this gout of fire and lava. Oren? Uh, 21. Success. Isla? 25. Success. Percy, let me get that first one. First one is a natural one. Oh. Okay, let's roll that first. So, Percy, you will take 13 points of fire damage. Oren and Isla, you will take six. What's that second reflex save there, Percy? Uh, 22. That's a success. Seven points of fire damage. And that's going to be their turn. Just roll to see when that breath weapon comes back. Okay. Oh, boy. Salai, you're up. All right. Oren's on deck. Okay, Salai is going to walk forward right behind Isla. Okay. And is going to touch of good. Uh, Next turn, you'll get a plus four to attack, saving abilities and skill. Ooh. bonus. I think Salai. Yeah, basically plus four to all your d20 rolls on your next turn. Uh, that's that's stack with prayer. Not just the first one she makes. No, all, all of them. All yeah, those checks like, for the next it, turn. It does stack with prayer. Thank you. That's a move in a standard for Salai. Orin, you're up. Bottom of round two. What are you going to do, dude? Do, dude. Orin is going to move to get into flanking with his captain. Okay. That will provoke. It will provoke. Let's just throw a nasty little bite at you. Uh, nope, that's a 16 total. We're uh, real low today. We're good. He'll make then one single flanking attack. And you know what? We'll just make it a power attack. Go for it. It's a 30. 30 is a hit. Roll me some damage. 27 points of damage. 27. And you know what? If you're still alive, let's see if you're a Frady boy. Frady boy. I think you might be a Frady boy. He was a Frady boy. <laughs> 35. Uh, 35? Yeah, it's a moral life. Oof. He's gonna crawl back to his mouth. <laughs> He's checking for five rounds. Yeah! Wow! Nice. That's insane. Uh, second attack? I moved. Oh, you moved. You yeah. moved around, right. Okay, so you're able to kind of strut around this thing, avoid its bite attack, and bring your sword around and hack at it. Um, you can't tell if it's scared of you, but mechanically it is. <laughs> yeah. That is the top of round three. Isla, you're up. Full round attack on this, the baby boy. All right, go for it. Don't forget your plus two for flanking and your plus one for prayer. And the plus four for touch of good. Fuck. Wow. I'm sorry. Plus two for flanking, plus, plus five for prayer and touch yeah, of good. Yeah, plus seven total. Plus seven total. What top of your terrible bonuses? 41. 41 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. Roll me some damage. That would have hit like a god if we were fighting a god. <laughs> Nah. A god. Don't forget your plus yeah. one of your damage. For fighting Thank the god, ro- roll the 99% mischance. All right. 21 points of damage. 21 points of damage. Second attack. Second attack. Daddy, would you like some damage? That's a critical threat. <laughs> of course it is. Roll to confirm. Add the plus right. four to that, too. So plus 13. It's a natural 11, so I think it hits. It does hit. That's a confirmed critical. Yes. Two crits in the same combat. Roll one after another. Oh. Piercing. 
Shoulder wound, double damage, and 1d2 strength and dex damage. Roll me some double damage. Nice. 44 points of damage again. Yeah. 44 points of damage. The strength and dex damage doesn't matter because it's yeah. super dead. Aborted yeah. that, baby. <laughs> All right, I'll have a full round action. End of your turn. Skelly is up. Skelly is going to move. No, you know what? Why would he move? It's the only creature on the field that he can attack. I was just thinking he would like take his move action to get five feet to his left, your left, and my right. Full round attack, brother. Hold his standard until Isla gets in the flanking, then he he would do it. But you know what? Fuck it. He's just going to make two attacks. (laughs) What? You couldn't have made his round more complicated. He has a shitty hit bonus. I was waiting to get in the flanking. Pretty fucking simple. You say shitty to but hit. But there's no one over there. He has a shitty... Well, not yet, but if he holds his action until Isla gets there, he gets flanking. I was at the top of the round. It would, Literally, she went right before him. Oh, so you're would... right. <laughs> Maybe I'm not even going over there. All right. That's a natural seven for a... Oh, a 19? That's a hit. Nice. Ooh. Uh, that's seven plus... Don't forget the plus Oh, one. why don't you also throw on that sneak attack damage? Because this thing, perception is shit. Oh my goodness. What? And he did roll a, a a very, very good stealth. I will tell you its perception bonus is a big old fire lizard egg. Oh, really? <laughs> Not a goose egg. Fire lizard egg. All right. That's a lot of damage, dude. That is a fuck ton of damage. Uh, 34 points of damage. 34 points of damage. Skelly's able to leap up, drive the dagger right into the back of this thing's neck, right into the crook, and drag it down as it just sloths to the ground, Oof. incapacitated and dead. Nice. <laughs> There's no more on the field. We could kill some babies pretty good. It only took us how many rounds? Uh, we're heroes. <laughs> Percy is near death. What? <laughs> we really? The babies almost killed you? He took a fuck ton of fire damage. Yeah, and he did. got hit by that trap before, too. All Where right. You at? 33. Gather around, oh, kiddos. 30? Really? That's not near you death. Come on. Gather around. You don't it's, even know death. one third of my HP. Yeah, well, You don't even on. know death. I was born in it. I assume Percy mentioned something. You merely borrowed. I am hurt. Help. I will help you, dear friend. <laughs> you merely adapted the damage. <laughs> Here he comes. 22 points. I merely burnt her crisp. I didn't see a cure light moons till I was oh, already wait, oh, wait. <laughs> Cure light moons? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was it? I didn't see a cure potion until I was a full grown man. 22. And by then no, 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 23. 23. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I was missing. One of my dice was like hanging out. Oh, oh, I You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. I wish that movie was better because Bane is great. Bane was great. I wish that movie was better though. It would be very painful. You know what? For you. I mean, For you. he's so good. <sighs> How? Oh, do you want me to do one more? I just want to make sure you're prepared for whatever comes next. It's up to you. Yeah, I'm going to do another. I was wondering what was going fast. <laughs> your spirit or your body. That was a good one. This is literally going to go on forever. Yeah. I just don't have a cup to speak into. Another like I usually 23. Would. Hold on. Thank you. 23. Yar. I was wondering what was going on. Jesus Christ. You fucker, yes. Your oh. spirit or your body. It's <laughs> really good. Bagel and cream cheese. <laughs> Oh, what? It's from a YouTube video. Stop. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I know they're good. Make it they're end. Good. <laughs> Percy is uh, full health, ready to go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
Thanks to the slide. Usually we cut out the healing, but all of those really, really super funny Bane impressions we did, those are going to stay in. Oh, oh yeah. No way. Oh, sure. no. Everyone will enjoy that so much. It's only just 10 years late. I'm going right. to put those on my IMDb. That's how good they were. <laughs> well. Uh, you you act a fool. Oh, fuck. Forget uh, it. Just cut it off. Anyway. Well, you guys are now left in this large chamber with these dead bodies of these apparently infantile fire lizards. Let's, uh, let's leave let's immediately. GTFO. Are you guys going down the the caveway, the, the, the cave that goes and follows along the power lines or follows the footprints of Igo and crew? Footprints. Why are we what? going to the power lines? Because we're going to fucking put in, we got to. Yeah, we gotta, oh, yeah, you're right. What you're the right. fuck? Yeah, we have to go to the power grid, whatever. Thing. We do have to do that. We got to inject, what's his name, the, into the system. We have to inject right? his USB. Power line. Into what? the The goofy USB movie character. I was just yeah. going to reference that. Yeah, they don't have Wi-Fi. It's all hard line, guys. Got it. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Let's do it. All right. So you guys begin to weave your way through these lava pools and head towards the cave that has these like power structures that go through them. Mm. Um, are we going hurriedly? Are we going slowly? Are we going carefully? What are we doing? We're perception. checking for traps. Yeah. yeah. Carefully. Carefully. All right, Percy, roll me a perception for traps. We're not in that big of a hurry anymore. That's two aids, buddy. Double aids. Double aids. 38. 38. Uh, you do not find or perceive any traps as you are all entering into this uh, smaller cave here. So you guys go through here for a while. You follow along. Uh, you eventually do come to another fork in the road. Uh, the power lines only lead down one direction. So I imagine you continue to follow that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the other direction? Not our do, problem. Do you want to go down it? Nope. We'll never nope. know. Nope. We'll nope. ask can, the guy what we later. plug him in. We'll go on the way back. Sure. Just like you're going to end up going to Sabat on the way back. Yeah. We're still going to do that. <laughs> Write down a checklist. All right. Laura just wants to meet the merchant. Prince. I want to see the prince. <laughs> the prince. Sorry. Joke's sorry. on you. He's gay. He's going to fall in love with the Orin. That's true. I will watch that happen. He's, he's <laughs> such I ship a, it. He's a total bear, too. So. Power couple. I already ship it. Yeah. Well, he's a bear. I'm into it. I've already written the fan fiction. Okay, we go down <laughs> the power line. Here right. we go. So you guys are able to follow down this way for a while. You kind of weave through and follow these power lines. And probably over an hour later, you guys come around a corner and you just see embedded into a wall. There looks to be a manufactured metallic or ceramic wall with another yellow solid door inside. Just like the one you exited to get into this cave system. Percy, do you think it's safe? Um, Let me check it out. Percy will... Roll a perception check, um, see if it's trapped, and if you want to roll it over to see if I can open it. Uh, sure, yeah, go for it. It's I'm easier. not, not going to age you, it's more fun this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 36. Uh, you do not find any traps. Uh, you have no fucking idea how to open it. Uh, you do see there is a small panel to the right side of the door. Um, does it look like I can insert um, the glass the pin? Yeah, the glass pin into it. In it way? does look like there is a small receptacle for such things. Um, shall I uh, break out that uh, that pin that the curator was talking about? Okay, she pulls it out. The, you mean the amulet of the Yeah, we try it first. I place the eye on the. <laughs> it fits perfectly. <laughs> the curator pops out and goes, "Guess what? You won! <laughs> Surprise!" Um, <laughs> let, me, let me see. You that. solved his campaign puzzle. <laughs> also, Prissy said upload earlier, and I was like, That's not upload. your face. You were like, You don't know that word. Upload? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you mind if I, uh, do you mind if I see that? Sly passes it to Percy. Percy kind of like tries to to spin it in a circle to line up whatever little uh, little nodes would stick into the wall there. Yeah, so you hold it up and you actually go to start to spin it. And as you hold it over, you feel it tremble and it just just Ooh. goes in. Oh, yeah. Dang. My job's done here. You watch as there's this tiny little ping of light inside this kind of crystalline glass on it. And then the light goes dim and you watch as it just comes out and just hangs there above it, just floating in midair. And you watch as the door just... I'll grab the uh, grab the glass. Grab the pin. Glass pin. The portable indexing node. Yes. Yes, that. You grab that, and you guys all go inside. Yes. Yes. Okay. You all are able to go inside, and uh, let's have everyone roll a perception check. Draft. So lie. Seventeen. Oren. Eleven. Percy. Twenty-five. Isla. Thirteen. And a twenty-three. So. A and Percy. Everyone can see this, but you guys kind of pick up on some of the details. This is this large square room. There are a number of seats in different areas, as well as a large glass panel on one side with kind of like um, two guys. I mean, I guess there's just like a big console in front of it. Holy shit. This is a control room, like in the way that we would perceive it now. That's crazy. I was picturing it like a waiting room. So like none of the chairs were facing the TV. Is this supposed to, is this a bit? No, I feel like I'm just an idiot because your version is definitely more accurate. Mine was, that's the first thing I thought of. How many uh, chairs are there? They, I mean, there's some, some chairs in different places because there's different panels along the sides here, but there's there's two main chairs sitting in front of um, the, the big glass panel. So it seems like they would be, the operators would be sitting in these chairs. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe high level. It sounds meta. Um, it's making a lot of assumptions. Yeah, Percy will take the pin and um, start to search for somewhere that he can plug it into. Okay, uh, you look around for a bit and you find over on the right-hand side of this like console, there does seem to be another similar kind of opening, a little receptacle for this. He'll, uh, he won't try to force it in. He'll kind of hold it out to see if it does the same thing. Yeah, you go to hold it over and you feel it tremble for just a second and you watch it just and just goes straight in by itself. And there's a few moments where like nothing happens and you watch as a little light kind of pings on inside the glass crystalline bit and you guys very kind of rapidly hear this kind of thrum in the room and you see everything starts to turn on um you can tell there's kind of been like a low glow of something operating here but it seems very dormant very passive but now everything is on all these glass panels are lit with symbols and arrays that you guys don't understand um but as you kind of stand there amazed for a second there's kind of a like tinge in the room and curator appears hello oh Thank God. Looks like we did it. It seems you were successful. Any trouble along the way? Just a bit. Few baby fire lizard things. Should we be worried about their parents? Interesting. When last I scanned this archive, we had no indigenous life living in the cave system. But it has been quite a number of years. Mm. Evolution's a bitch. Percy, what is evolution? (laughs) Something I read in a book. It's like a pretty common consensus of how, like, biological life forms came about. It's not that weird. Yes, for example, my I am descendant from stone giants, exactly. but I, I myself am not actually a giant. Right, there's probably some kind of humanoid blood that intermingled with the bloodline over time. The smaller versions, not that you, I mean, you're fucking huge, but you're smaller than stone giants. They just became Goliaths. Skelly, how do you know more about genetics than I anticipated? Uh, I read my, books. And he's my best you friend. You read books? Medicine. Yeah. Goblins. Goblins. Hobgoblins. We come from the same original biological parent, which is different. If we're done with the biology lesson, what do we do now? Skelly just like turns to the curator. 
I am currently interfacing with this station's judiciary nexus, accessing codex currently. There we are. I have fully interfaced with every relay throughout this entire power station. Great. You see, there's like a moment where he pauses. Interesting. I can give you information on our intruder's whereabouts, but in the moments I've been inside this nexus, I've found some interesting encrypted data. Like what? Tell us everything. Clarify, please. Not something I could tell. Something I ought to show. And you watch him wink out, and you watch on one of the screens. You see what looks to be almost like a video feed, like an image, as if it was recording somebody sitting in one of the chairs at the main console. And it looks just like the curator. In the room that we're in currently? Yes. Oh, I'm so freaked out. I'm No caller. Like, you can see, looks like the face of Orion Telemazar. How long ago is this? Does it? You have no idea. It's it's a it's moving. You see him like sitting there, and you can hear sound come out of this console. Arbiter's log, date, doesn't matter. Clearance Telemaza Orion. You actually watch as this like little scan goes over one of his retinas and then fades away. This is my final act as High Arbiter of the Waystation. The curator is prepared to take over all function of its protocol array as of tomorrow at midday Meridian time. After the destruction of Waystation 213 and the loss of its initiates, I have no choice but to take all Riftgates offline and move the remaining initiates offsite. We will spread out across the many vast regions of Meridian and leave this life behind all of us. You can see he's just like, he's half leaning on one arm and he's just not looking at whatever receptacle is taking in this video feed and looks very despondent. As for the other Arbiters, well... Dromeda and our, her son, will go where they will, without me. And, well, Aster's on his own path now. My dogmatic science and his puritanical religiosity have, well, just pushed us apart. He's still as stubborn as the day I met him. If only things were as simple as they were then. I don't plan to spend the rest of my days wandering Meridian. And he looks like straight at, essentially you guys, he's looking right at like the screen. As my last act as High Arbiter, I condemn myself to permanent exiled off-world. You watch him kind of reach his hand up as if to hit something on the console, and he kind of pauses and puts his hand down. You see him kind of, like, turn to the side and look away for a minute. He looks right back at the screen. At this point, really looking at you guys. If anyone is watching this, don't come looking for me. The location of my exile has been randomized and encrypted, and even if you were to decipher it, I have no desire to speak with you. You can see a slight quiver in his lower lip. Everything we did, what does any of it matter after what happened? All those people are dead. And for what? Knowledge? Eternity? The truth? I don't know. The universe is out of balance, and there is no rebalancing it. Not without the Cygnus equation. You see him wipe a bit of tears from one of his cheeks. If you're watching this, live your life while you can. Don't waste it. Don't waste it like I did. You see him go to stand up. High Arbiter Orion Telemazar's final will and testament. (laughs) He stands up from the chair. You can just hear his voice. You can't see his face. Terminate log. And it just winks out. And you're all level 10.
I like the chicken taquitos, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy because the beef ones are way better. <laughs>